In the lead-up to Christmas, it's all about the M. Rossiano Radio Show with Harley Broin. You'll be able to get up with your normal breakfast show when it returns January 2017. Let's get ready to catch up, all thanks to Prezi Digital Gift Cards. Now, Prezi lets you buy gift cards from major retailers. You can send them instantly or send them whenever you choose. Just buy any gift card today at digitalgiftcards.com.au and you could win a $250 gift card. LTPM 1601177. It's the radio show that wakes up like this. Yours needs to be really good. I mean, cool, but we'll let you know. Or really bad. I mean, now you're doing, we're not supposed to confuse people. One thought per, one thought per break, mate. Right, one thought per break. Where's your radio <laughs> craft? Did you have a proposal that got lampooned by somebody else? Oh, now we've got a third topic. <laughs> Hosted by the woman who actually said this with her very own mouth. Oh, I can't stand keyboard heroes. Oh, me either. She wouldn't say it to my face. Oh, it's boring. Come to my face There's and so say much it. of it. Step up. Get it live. <laughs> And the guy who once said this. And 131060, if you've ever met me, uh, (laughs) no one cares. You're my hero. Please welcome another summer brekkie edition of... Good morning, Australia. Thank you for having us in your ears on this... Yes, it is Tuesday. Tuesday morning, I am Emraciano, joined by the delicious Harley Breen, as always. Thanks, mate. Uh, Look, it was a big emotional day for this show (laughs) yesterday. Wasn't it? And when I say this show, I just mean me. How are you feeling? Like, I feel like there's maybe a bit of a come down. It was epic. You'll hear more about it later, but we we got to interview uh, Olivia Newton-John and John Farnham. We me. <laughs> I let you ask a question about a platter. Yeah, I asked about platters. <laughs> but you'll hear more about that later on. It was, I'm still, I mean, I am a bit of a, a bit of a post-Farnham. It was amazing to watch. <laughs> it was. It was My spectacular. was the, after the interview when you sort of just laid on the carpet out to me. <laughs> yeah. Just like, <sighs> all my, you know, when all your senses overload and frazzle. Yeah. yeah. Gosh. It was a hot night here in Melbourne town where we are last night. But then I'm one of those people, I put the doona on, but I got a bit cold because the air conditioning was on. Do you ever do that? You know, you go, oh, I'm a bit cold now. Yeah. I could get up and turn the air conditioning off. I'll just snuggle under this doona. I am Captain No, Planet. I don't do that. I am the environment. You are the I environment. Am, I am. <laughs> I, <laughs> I am the environment. I'm that person. I am that horrible person. We have a big show. We have Harley's interview with Coldplay. I was there at the start in a weird kind of disembodied situation. Yeah, like, like one of those floating heads from Futurama. <laughs> Literally, that's coming up. We will chat about John Farnham, obviously. Uh, but first up, as always, I get to pick the song, not Harley, because you'd just be listening to Tom Waits every day and crying as you got Some into Some would be work. happy. No one would be happy. <laughs> no one is listening to us right now. Because I'm big in Japan. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. 131060, do you have a secret social media account? No, everything's public. Yeah, but you barely use your actual <laughs> Yeah, I ones. barely use it. I have to ring you on some days and say, yes. post something, please, on your Instagram. You did it. You sent me a text and was like, dude, <laughs> my people are coming to you. I'm the opposite. Give them something. Yeah, my, I, I'm sending them. If you build it, they will yeah, come. Yeah. Okay? And they came along. They did, and they like my stuff. Yes. Especially when your face is like <laughs> A picture of you and me at the airport got more likes than me announcing my new expectant child <laughs> coming into the world. And that's at harley.breen. Yeah. At Instagram, you can follow him on. Yeah. I am the opposite of you. I am building a social media empire. You're a lot on it. I You're love good it. At it. 
Thanks. Yeah. I do it all the time. It's why I'm selling tickets to my shows. I love it. Uh, but uh, I do have a secret social media account. Do you? Absolutely. <gasps> I have one that's not my name, just so that I can. I don't use it to troll people, mm. but I just I just use it to you know like things and on look what at handle? things and I'm not telling. <laughs> I'm not this telling is exciting. You. I'm no, going to find you out. You will not find it know. out ever. No one will ever know. <laughs> and 1360, do you have a secret social media account? Because and the reason I bring this up is a 23 year old man took to Reddit for advice. First of all, I don't know if that's where I would have No, don't go there. (laughs) Reddit is a wormhole of human misery, sometimes hilarity, but it is full on. And I've been stuck in a Reddit like matrix for a good day once. And I'd say that if you're going there for advice, (laughs) you're a 23-year-old boy, not a 23-year-old man. He found that his girlfriend has a fake Instagram account where she follows his ex's past flings and hookups. Now, the account, has wow. she's done it well. She's really set it up well. Yep. It's got some fake photos of someone he's never seen and has been around since May. So she's done the full, she's set it up. She's got a little bio, loves life, hashtag blessed. And there's a picture of someone in a bikini or something. I'm making this up. This is how I'm envisioning it. Envisioning yeah. it. And she specifically follows his ex-girlfriend. Wow. <laughs> and monitors them. Now, he says, I'm concerned about this. <laughs> yes. Well, a bunch of Reddit users said, nah, bruh. Lots of people have secret social media accounts that their other halves don't know about. It's a thing. Well, both of them are being pretty stalky. Yeah. In that, like, he's going to look at her private secret, stuff and yeah. she's using it to look at his private yeah, life. Yeah. That's a good point. How did he find out about the yes. secret account? There's definitely yeah. been some. It's like looking in your diary of her phone. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, I, I, I really respect her for the effort. At least she put up a few photos of a secret person she's Googled. That's amazing. She's, she's creating a whole new life. She could really disappear if she wanted to and become that uh, and assume that person's identity. It is creepy. It's not creepy. (laughs) I I don't like that. I don't know. I reckon we'll find, uh, and give us a call, Australia, on 301060. Do you have, I know some parents who may have secret accounts to follow their children on. Wow. Oh, I'll do that. Yeah. I'll be doing that. Yeah. Definitely. I don't even bother being secret. I demand all the passwords and I, I conduct random raids on Marcella's phone. I'm going to put a tracker <clears throat> in my kid's bag. Yeah, but the thing is, <laughs> tracker, that's your phone. The thing is, I say to her. Oh, that's what you call it. You can do whatever you want, but mummy's going to uh, can, random raid. I can pick up her phone at any time and go through anything. When does that stop? What do you mean? Never. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do this. Seven ten sixty. do you have a secret social media account like Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, whatever, that your other half doesn't know about? That's what I want to hear. Surely. And we Surely. can disguise their voice. Oh, yeah, yeah. We can oh, remain incognito. We can do. Oh, that's cool. That's yeah. great. Like the FBI. We're on the edge here. Oh, my God. It's the hit network. <laughs> We're talking about secret social media. Secrets. Because a dude, he found out that his girlfriend of two and a half years has a fake Instagram account where she only exclusively follows his ex's past flings and hookups. Yeah, which is super stalky. <laughs> nah. It is. She's just using what's just at her disposal. Be confident in yourself. <laughs> All right? Don't be <laughs> looking at what they're just... now, We've asked people to call up on 131060. Uh, hello, Louise. Hi, how's it going? Now, this is a fake name. I love it. <laughs> so you have a secret what? Instagram. And why, Louise, fake name, do you have a secret What Instagram? do you do with it? Um, basically, it started, my best friend um, had a boyfriend of a year, two years, and she found out that 
he had another secret life he was living and he had another girlfriend. So she was basically the side girl, which made us then create an account that, it, I mean, like, I don't ever say anything, but it's just for my eyes that I can say, okay, like, he's like so-and-so, therefore I shouldn't feel guilty about liking so-and-so because I feel like there's always, you know, like it's a one-way street when it comes to social media and that kind of thing with, like, talking to the opposite sex where, like, if, if we do it, it's, like, so shameful, but if they do it, it's, like, harmless. Or, like, oh, my God, it, it was only a girl's picture where as if we do it, it's, like you know, criminal as. So, uh, I love it. It's a strike. She's striking a blow for feminism. Yeah. That's what she's doing. She's got it to look out for her sister. Louise, fake, Louise fake name. How <laughs> far have you gone? Like, have you put fake photos on, online? Do you have a fake bio? Like, have you made it look really, really sick? Yeah, so basically we're, like, we're this chick that, like, loves to go to Bali a lot. Okay. And, you know, we've got, like, tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> you've, you've created a whole alter ego. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. That is great. I would just get so involved in setting up the fakeness of it. I'd forget <laughs> yes. to stalk people. Like, I would be like, okay, this this is a great place. She looks good. And, put her in. and I think I really like these shoes. I'm pop these up. And I think she would definitely be wearing this. I would, that's where I can't I would. believe the weather today in Bali. It's so amazing. Oh my God. Okay. That's great. Well, thank you, Louise fake name for being honest. Uh, a whole bunch of other people called and then hung up. So I guess you know, they were worried. Short term. Sure. If you want your Christmas gift to be a massive hit this year, Give a Prezi digital gift card. So Prezi lets you buy e-gift cards from major retailers sent instantly or scheduled to send later, like on Christmas Day. Better yet, when you buy any gift card today at digitalgiftcards.com.au, you could win one of 10 $250 gift cards. That's like an awesome early Christmas gift. LTPM 1601177. Tomorrow at 8 o'clock, you'll be out of here. Uh, me go through emotional menopause, <laughs> essentially. Yeah. I Yesterday, you and I had the privilege of interviewing the King of Australia, Michael. I just said Michael. Why did you say Michael? Because we were just talking about Michael Jackson. So, yeah, He's the very, king of pop. You're very flustered. Peter John. Peter John. <laughs> oh cannot God. even speak. Yeah, listen, this is, you're I still suffering the aftermath speak. of yesterday. This I, it's... It's a, a very intense explosion of emotion that I saw in you. John yesterday. Peter Farnham. John I, Peter Farnham was, I have loved him. And people who follow me or have seen my stand-up know or read my book, I've really put it out there. Or have just been near you. <laughs> if they've just walked past and it's just your general aura. Mm. He's my He's hero. Fancy. I had a soft feather mullet at the age of 10 cut yeah. in. There's a photo in my book of it. I went, I took John Farnham's cover of his album to the hairdressers in Diamond Creek where I grew up and said, that. Make me that. It's the most famous mullet <laughs> in the world. You know why he had it though? Because he's really self-conscious of his ears because they stick out. Right. So he made Jilly, his wife, cut it into a little soft mother, a mullet over the top. Is that nice? Anyway, he came in <laughs> yesterday with poor old Olivia Newton-John. I think that's the first time she's ever been relegated to, I don't care about you. Yeah. Because I really didn't. And I, I tried. Well, you did. I you tried. talked to her a bit. Yeah. And, and I tried to have a chat. I wasn't getting much in. You were you were just you were up you were down you literally got on the ground, you were kicking the air. You just you told were, me I did a high kick. Yeah, you did a high kick. Yeah, it was impressive. I did a high kick right at the camera, and you had short shorts. shorts. <laughs> I have no recollection of oh. doing a high kick. Why did you I did, do a high kick? You did amazing. And at one point, he just looked at me and he goes, "Mate, what are you even doing here?" I'm like, "I don't know." I'm, 
So we're going to play it in full. The video is going to go up. There's already a little teaser up, but um, I actually have, I don't have any memory of the interview. I honestly cannot remember it happening. That's how short-circuited I was. A lot of my life can be said, that can be said about 10 years of my life also. But um, this is what happened when I was in the studio with Harley and John and Olivia sat down in front of me. Oh, hi, John. Hi, hi Liv. Darling. Oh, my God, hi. I'm so excited. I'm crying already. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm back up. I'm back up. Um, <laughs> we're going to get through no, this I together. Can get it together. I can get it together. Okay, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's gorgeous. He called me gorgeous. He called you gorgeous. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then he also, during the interview, uh, spoiler alert, he invited me to a winery. Yes, he did. I'm going to call I'm gonna call his people every day. He told you he loved you uh, at least three times. Yep. And then did I Until make you him... made him say, oh I love God. you. Oh, my God. Because he wanted your name mentioned as well. I yeah. am so, I'm, I'm, I'm out of control and unbearable. I'm you were sorry. out of control. I was like, all your professionalism, which you, you ooze, went out the door. Oh, yeah, I'm very You'd professional just... on this show. Yeah, you are. You're super, so super <laughs> professional. So that's all going to be coming up. You can catch the video of me sobbing uh, <clears throat> online at all the... And my creepy hand. <laughs> <laughs> like I watched it yesterday when it went up because it's just you. They've, yeah. they've edited it, so it's just you having yeah, your, your, just your hand. motion breakdown. And then my hand's coming in, and I just want everyone to know it's coming in to assure you I'm here yeah. and you're all right, mate. I've got you. But it's just this slow mo. <laughs> <laughs> you're gorgeous. You're shot. so supportive. I'm very lucky to have you because you let me basically speak for 12 minutes straight yes. and didn't care. Well, it was about you. I love you. And I'd expect the same if Kevin McLeod from Grand Designs came. <laughs> <laughs> 131060, call in at any time. We just take calls. Anytime. Whatever. I don't yep. care. We'll I don't chat wanna... to you. Whatever. Unless you're, you know, a bit what? unhinged. Uh, well, we got jobs. Yeah. Let's not be <laughs> judging McJudges. Yeah. We're not the most hinged. <laughs> Crazier people. the better. My hinges are made of cobwebs. Um, mm. I'm going to use that as a. Do you like that one? Yeah. It's pretty good. Yep. Yeah. That's what I also refer to my pelvic floor muscles as cobwebs too. It's a win-win. <laughs> uh, Good morning. Yes. Thirteen ten sixty. Though we are talking about getting plastic surgery as a gift. Somebody else paying for some upgrades on your bird. Yeah. A doting father has splashed out thirty-seven grand to buy his daughter a new body for Christmas. Okay. Now, initially, you read that and go, Ugh. yeah. Why? Bit, bit Donald Trump, though. Yeah, I'm a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> or Jessica Simpson. Remember yeah. her dad, Joe, used to comment on her boobs oh, yeah. all the time. Really? And I'm like, okay, steady on, Joe. That's the, the fruit of your loins. Let's not talk about her amazing breasts. Isn't he a preacher? Oh, God. Pretty Does that sure. excuse him? No. No. Is that surprise us? it a little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, he did. And look, I've initially, oh, look, I'll admit it. I went, oh, I don't know about that. But then I read into it. And Hayley York, she's 23. And uh, she's a student and she weighed 127 kilograms and she's admitted following years of guzzling, she was addicted to Mountain Dew. She drank five times a day, big bottles, and she struggled to lose the weight. And she did. She, she went on a diet, improved her weight. Yep. And she, she lost like, well, she lost about 70 kilos, which is pretty much half my, of her. me. More yeah. than half of her. Well, I'm 60 kilos. So she lost the whole person. But she ended up, and whenever I watch The Biggest Loser, I think about this, she ended up with enough skin to re-upholster a couch. Yes. Basically. <laughs> There's heaps. It's been stretched out. No, that can happen, Ben. Like, yeah. if people who have massive weight loss, yep. they often end up feeling just as embarrassed about yep. their body. Yep. Great, your health is yep. better. You're not going to have a heart attack. But they have to tuck their skin into their belts, <laughs> you know, and fold their boobs up into origami to get them into bra. 
cars because getting skin <laughs> removed is expensive. Is it? Yes. Well, not anyone can. You can't just turn up to a chop shop and no. hope for the sure. best. No. <laughs> you can't just like wrap it around you like a no. skin blanket and put a bulldog no. clip at the back. Like that doesn't work either. I mean, that's a cheaper alternative. <laughs> yeah, big bulldog clip. But um, yeah, so she did all that and her father's like, you know what, babes? I'm going to fix that up. So he's paid for her to have excess skin removed and get her boobs lifted up. That's nice. And now, don't judge. Why have you I'm got judgment judging. in your I, eyes? I, there's no judgment. Look, there's Hayley. There's a picture of her. She looks good. Oh, good on you, Hayley. But she's now her. She was. She was saying her boobs are like down around her ankles, and now they're up where they yep. should be. Yeah. And look, you know, I, I'm not, I'm, I'm not against it. I think it's okay. And I'm not saying I'm never not going to have plastic surgery. I probably will have everything lifted by the time I turn 40 in 20 years. I've thought about so, it. So, <laughs> I've thought about it. Not you. <laughs> yeah, I've been saying well, you, you, you should probably get plastic surgery. Why, why no. would you get fixed? You don't need anything. You're the most I, handsome man I think I know ridiculous. besides my husband. I would, I would get my boobs removed. Do you have boobs? Yeah, I've got man boobs. Look at them. That's show a me. There's a little boobs. Show me your boobs. Look, little boobs. Oh, it's there's like a, no boobs. You're look, ridiculous. Look That's not even jiggling. Boob, You're not jiggling. Booby, man boob on Um, I am rolling footage on this, so <laughs> I will be putting that online. You did just take your shirt off and fondle your breast. Uh, I'm, I'm happy she about the decisions I made. Oh, I knew right. the cameras are on you. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> no one's cold. Fine. Everyone gets stuffed. We oh, don't want on. you cold anyway. <laughs> no one's been given plastic surgery as a gift. No, it's, a, it's an odd gift. No, it's not. I'm putting my hand up. If anyone wants to fix my boobs, I'll take it. What, do you go to a plastic surgery surgery registry? I don't know. But if you have a breastfed two children, do you know what breasts look like after that? They look like sad sports socks with golf balls down the bottom. That's what they look like. I'll tell you, it's an awkward moment with a man with boobs (laughs) when you've got a little child in the bath together and he just... Goes in for... Suckle. Nom, nom, nom. <laughs> little suckle. He's got little chest pubes in his mouth. Oh, oh that's oh, nice. <laughs> Rachel's called in. Hi, Rach. I can't access it yet. They're oh, still talking, still talking um, to her out there. I'm just going to wait just quietly. No, nah, don't go. talk. Hello, Rachel. Hi. Have you been given plastic surgery as a gift? My sister, when she was 18, got given a boob job and it's the best present she's ever gotten. Who'd she get it from? Um, my parents bought it for her. Really? And mm-hmm. did she need it? Um, well, there's nothing wrong with having small boobs, but she had small boobs for her body. So yeah, yeah. she got normal-sized boobs. And yeah. She's so much more body confident. She lost a lot of weight when she uh, got her boob job and yeah. stuff. Like, but Rach, she's definitely the, changed for the better. I feel like don't get your boobs done before if you're planning on having kids. I would wait. That's my afterwards. advice to all girls because, oh, my God, and they're horrendous after. Is Rachel still there? Rach, yeah. And Rachel, yeah. were, you, were you jealous? <laughs> yeah, what did you um, get? You're like, where's mine? She got a car. Smart. (laughs) You're the smarter one there, Rachel. Although you both have to replace your things in 10 years. So either way. Thanks for your calls, guys. Or call, should I say. Where were you, Australia? You were not gently cupping my balls then. I say call, you call. That's the deal between you and I. (laughs) It's the M. Rossiano Radio Show with Harley Breen. I am... Super fired up over something. Strap yourselves in, Australia. <laughs> this I've, is going to get hectic. What have I, I've even You've made got notes. notes. You've got. I was trying to talk to you and yeah. do that song, and you were just like scribbling. <laughs> if I could have accessed my blood, yeah. I would have written it in blood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because and you often, were growling. Yeah, You're like, yeah. <laughs> Usually we just make things up on the spot at this show, but not in this instance because I'm really passionate about this. As is Harley, because he is a feminist. Um, you are. Yeah, I know. People don't realize that about you. There's. The Daily Mail is 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 a pustule, disgusting, 
wart on the bottom of humanity. Hey, guys. <laughs> and if you write for the Daily Mail, I don't know how you sleep at night. I mean, yeah. really, I, and I want to bring up one particular, let's call him a, a, a journalist. Sure, why not? That's fun. Max Margan. Hi, Max. You're well, a has he dick. written this article? Oh, yeah, he's written this article. Ah, uh, you're gross. I didn't know it was written by a man. So the headline of the article is, Sam Armitage dares to bear her giant granny panties showing visible panty line in Sydney. Dares. Okay, let's talk about that. Samantha Armitage was getting into her car. She had a, just a, a loose-fitting singlet dress on, wasn't tight or anything. And as she was getting in, the wind had happened to catch her, her, bar, her bum, and you could just briefly see the outline of her undies. Yeah. And so that she's, happens. Not, she's not daring to bear. No. She's not bearing. Yep. She's got her underpants on. And they're not called panties, you creep. I know. That's the other thing. But the thing is, we are, I, I don't understand why this is a thing. Why why Sam needs to be humiliated and demeaned. Um, and, and, and it's just bullying and shaming. And you just don't see this happen to men. Female, no, as, as a female entertainer, as someone who's in the, like, I'm in the public eye. If any female entertainer dares to be less than perfect, then we become a crap news story. We become a, oh, goes outside without makeup on, looks tired. Like if you blink in public, you've had a few too many yeah. ones. And I'm so tired of that. And, and the reason that my comedy is warts and all and, and, I'm, and I'm openly gross and I'm publicly imperfect is for this very reason. And I think that if you're taking part in this and if any of you guys are clicking on this article or you're sharing it or you're laughing at her or you're making, using it to make yourself feel better, you are a part of this. You are just as bad as the guy who wrote it. And Hals, I think the problem is it's becoming normal. Yeah, and I don't think wearing big underpants is less than perfect. But just it doesn't even matter what you're but doing. Why do we have to pretend we're not wearing undies? Why is a visible yes. panty line a headline? Because of creepy men like Max. Ma I don't even know how to say. I don't care. Name. But yep. he's a horrible person. Yep. But I don't know. Am I not supposed to wear undies because Chrissy Teigen was on the red carpet? She didn't wear undies. Her dress flew up. You saw a bit of her vag. Oh, Everyone's well. like, oh, she's not wearing undies. We all came from one. Sam, Ar Sam Ar Armitage is wearing undies. Oh, she's wearing They're undies. They're too big. So which one? Yeah. Do I wear them or not? I don't know. Do whatever you want, sister. <laughs> That's what I'd say. <laughs> but I just, I just want... Uh, I think that Max should have to have his bum photographed. Oh, my, I'll guarantee I think that he you, should have he to have, have his a bum. despicable crotch yeah. area. I feel it like that's just, what needs yeah. to happen. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, there'd be a mank. Is it'd be like Ugh. yeah. But you know what? I'm. I wanted to stop. I, I want to make a stand. I want every all you people out there to make a stand against the Daily Mail. I think this is crap. What's happened to Sam? My heart bleeds and breaks for her because as tough as you want to be, and I always say, oh, I don't care what people think. Of course, yeah. you bloody care. Yeah. She's got her lawyers onto it. Thank God. Yeah. Right. I hope. I hope people go after this Max online. You're disgusting, Max. And Daily Mail, you're just as bad. You're a bunch of dicks, and I hate you. <laughs> Sam Rossiano, <laughs> we did that. <laughs> Now, finally, it yep. has arrived. They've got two massive shows in Sydney coming up, Coldplay. Yep. And uh, we were lucky enough to interview the boys yeah. before their Melbourne show. We got to spend some time with them. Totally. Now, you were there in person with yes. them. You got to smell Chris Martin. Mm. You saw his, what's this, what is he? Does he smell like... Does he smell like patchouli? I didn't spend a lot of time smelling Chris <laughs> Why? Excuse me, Chris. Um, uh, I know you, uh, I, you, you're very busy. I Can I just... Don't mm. you smell people when you first meet no, them? No, I try not to be a creepy creeper. <laughs> <laughs> I always smell people.
Damn. Yeah, I know what you smell like. I could pick you up with my eyes closed. Wow. Um, I know. That's a, probably a thing. I smell like uh, write in an article, Daily Mail. Write an article about how I sniff people. Do it. <laughs> um, so oh. I couldn't be there. I couldn't be there. But what we did make happen was we got a iPad. Yes. The biggest <laughs> iPad I've ever seen in my life, <laughs> no. by the way. Christian Hull, social media it. queen, yeah. made it happen. It's huge. It's kind of like, what's the point? Again, just get a computer. When it looked you get like to a flat size. screen TV. Yeah. <laughs> it was, I was like, what is that? So this is the first little part of the interview where um, I gave them a book, which they were definitely appreciative def- of. Definitely. Didn't leave it behind at no, the end of the interview. they read it. Um, and so this is the first little bit of our interview with Chris Martin and Johnny from Coldplay. I'm sorry I can't be there. Um, I have my own show on tonight um, playing a similar-sized arena to you in Sydney. So, yeah, I'm, I've, I'm not. It's a tiny comedy room. But it's I a huge room. It's a 1,400 seater. She sold it out. No, oh, well awesome. done. Congratulations. Great. I'm well at a 300 seater tonight. So, Are you really? Are yeah, you? Part of a lineup. <laughs> For true. real? Yeah, in Sydney. That's cool. So let's You're playing Sydney wrap tonight. this up. <laughs> yeah. I'm not even joking. Come on, let's do it. Plane leaves in an hour. Let's anyway, go. What, do you, what do you want to have to say, Em? Um, I wanted to first of all apologise for not being there, Chris. I've interviewed you before in Perth. I actually sang to you backstage once. I'm sure you remember it. Yes, um, I do. And, <laughs> and I just wanted to give you a gift as by way Johnny I'm sorry I could only afford one gift it's okay um, so I, I've sent a present to Chris by way of apologising for not being there so thank you so oh, much my... oh, hey wait <laughs> copy of my book yeah. And Thank it makes so sense, much. Em, that you couldn't give Johnny one of the book that you've got boxes and boxes of <laughs> at your house. <laughs> Thank you so much. Well, we'll share this. Yeah, yeah we can read, we read together yeah. at the same time. We well, read, just let like Johnny read the inside page. It's a lovely dedication. <laughs> yeah. Dear Chris, dear Chris Martin, I'm so sorry to have missed you, so I wrote you a whole book. I think you may enjoy reading it. It's probably the best book ever. I gave it to John Farnham. This book is amazing. High five. 10 out of 10. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, thank you, Em. That's so lovely. Thank you because very much. Chris, Ma- Chris Martin, I love John Farnham, and I'm getting to interview him on Monday, and you're pretty exciting, but I get to, I get to interview John Farnham Well, he's Monday. the voice. We understand. He is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's a very pretty big good. deal. Um, and I also wanted to say, that this is the first tour of yours I'm missing. I've seen every show right back to Festival Hall in 2001. I was nine months pregnant. And I demanded they let me in, and my the child I gave birth to is attending your concert tomorrow night. So it's a bit of a circle of life. Well, that's lovely. Moment. That's yeah. Well, you're always welcome, and you're not missing anything, so don't worry. <laughs> oh, I'm missing glitter cannons and balls and bracelets that light up and and well, paint. It's amazing. But not so bothered about the music. <laughs> oh, I've got. Gl- <laughs> she's just into the glitter. Is really what she's into. <laughs> I'm going to go, but I love a head full of dreams, and I want you to know up and up is the song I hum to myself when I'm nervous before I go on stage. So thank you. Thanks, guys. Bye. It is. Yeah, that song, Up and Up. We're going to get it, get it together. I sing that to myself a lot. (laughs) We're going to get it together. That's good. Coming up straight after this, though, more of our chat with the boys from Coldplay. Uh, Harley Breen gets serious with some platter chat. Yeah. That's next. Man, they just radiate joy now. They do. You know, they just, they've made it. They're making the music they want. They, they, they're just great. Yeah. I love God. And I feel like coming up, I've asked them the questions <laughs> that the fans want to hear. That's right. You're about to hear part two of our Coldplay interview. I'd exited the building by this stage and left Harley in charge. And he, I want you to know, opened. The wheels fell off. Uh, no, no, I mean. I put the wheels on yeah. and I went full tilt. Yeah, he opened with, you know, a very hard hitting question. Yeah, the, I stumped them. Enjoy. 
this is this is the hard hitting question I want to ask. Okay. Do you like platters? Uh, yes. What's a, what's a platter? You know a platter, like a like a timber board with different selections of cold meats and cheese on it. Yes. It's good, isn't it? Yeah. And he's going to be so angry I asked this question. I'm obsessed <laughs> with platters. You like platters? And I thought you've, your new single is Head Full of Dreams. Is it? And Is it? Yeah, please be it. I've really tried I've to no get idea what it is. Yeah. Because yeah. when you eat too much soft cheese, you get a head full, get of, a, get get a head full of dreams. Do you really? That's my link. I think you do. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that true? Well, it's masterful. <laughs> Good. Um, but it is your new single. That's what you, and also the name of your tour. Yeah, and yes. our album and, uh, and one of album. my children. And one of your children. <laughs> no, I'm joking. But, uh, <laughs> uh, I'm like, I, the show is called M. Rusciano Show with Harley Breen. Cause right. Because no one knows who I am. And we, no, man. So you're, this is your big this, chance. Your big this, shot. Is, this is it. This is it. This is it. This wow. is my chance. Uh, on, I've been done a lot of touring myself. Mm. Uh, and something that's very difficult when you're on tour is dealing with your mates that you're on tour with, the band in this case. Uh, it gets a bit stressful in the Tarago. What do you do? To deal with each other, I imagine you're not touring around in a Tarago. We get a very a large Tarago with wings. With wings. What's a Tarago? It's a, it's it's a, a van. It's, it's a van. <gasps> yeah, it's yeah. A lot of people. We used to have a van. We used to have a van. Did you? Yeah. yeah. And you upgraded. Yeah. We upgraded to a bigger van. Yeah, and bigger. <laughs> like it's similar. You just upgraded to bigger theaters. As bigger well. vans. Yeah. Bigger, yeah, theaters. bigger theaters. Yeah, but we still sometimes, sometimes we still have to go in the same vehicle, and it's okay. We, we I think we're very grateful that we really. Like each other a lot. You still really like each other. <laughs> yeah, I'd yeah. say more, than, probably more than ever. Genuinely. Yeah, yes. g- genuinely. It's very nice to hear that. Yeah. Would you agree with that, John? I, I think so. You yeah. better agree with it. <laughs> <laughs> or, or well, okay. And so then, if you still really like each other, and you've just upgraded from vans to planes and from little theaters to stadiums, the, and I mean this is a genuine question: Is it the same feeling then when you walk on stage? It sounds like a stupid question. I'm, as it's I'm not a stupid question you, at all. But. As you walk on stage, I'm walking on stage tonight in front of 300 people, and it's no big deal. Is it no big deal for you guys as Coldplay to walk on stage in front of however many thousands are going to be out there tonight? Well, the truth is it's a big deal no matter how many people there are, especially if they've paid to come and see you because yeah. they've chosen to give you their evening. And that is a, an amazing sort of unspoken contract. Yeah. So, I mean, of course, with more people, it's just a louder, bigger rush, but I find that it's the same part of your brain fires when you know that you're you're there to you know be of service really but it's true man imagine yeah, tonight when you tonight if you're a bit struggling or whatever you think about the person at the very back of the room that they might feel happy to laugh yeah that evening they something might have happened in their day where they're like they need a laugh yeah and that's your job yeah and you can do it it's, clearly you're a funny man i genuinely take great pride in yeah. doing that as a job yeah i don't want to do it that big though Really? Do you want to switch venues tonight? Jokes don't work that big. Really? It takes forever. By the time it gets to the back of the room, the <laughs> person at the front's going, what's the next one? And the right. guy's going, oh, that was great. Timing's out. It's not great. Do you know what my favourite joke is? Well, yeah, I'd love to hear it. Johnny's heard it three times in the last two days, but I lost my dog last week, so I put a notice in the paper. <laughs> Here, boy. It's <laughs> <laughs> really good. It's pretty good, right? Anyway, you guys are on a big tour of Australia. You keep coming here, um, and uh, I don't think we have much more of your time. Why do you keep coming back? Well, to no, this no, that's not true. We don't have much more of your time. <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. the one that has to go. He's we're genuinely we're, we're ready to watch. I want to be honest. I was like, I'll play it like these guys are really busy. But... You go, man. No, it's you right. go do your thing. We'll carry it from here. <laughs> Johnny, what's your favourite day? Uh, Wednesday. Thank you. Well, listen, you better go. 
do your show. I hope it goes great. Listen, both of you, thank you very much for your time. Thank, thank you, you so much. Thank you so much. The Emma Radio Show with Harley Brink. And I hope you make your show. And <laughs> thank you very awesome. much. We'll do it. <laughs> thanks, Em. And thanks for the book. Thank you, Guy. What a treat it's been. Thank you very much. Thank Cheers. You. Oh. It was, I love, there's some really like awkward pop pauses there. Yeah. Because he genuinely just sits back in life. Yeah. And I love that he doesn't feel rushed. No. Because often you and I are frantic lunatics yep. trying to feel dead air. Let's try yep. that now. Oh, everyone just panicked. Oh, that was good. <laughs> that was really good. You'll be able to yep. get that on our podcast if you missed it. They are playing Sydney tonight and tomorrow night. Head Full of Dreams is their album. Well done, Harley Breen. Thank you very much. Good man. interview. Sennington 60. Did you finally get one up on the golden child? So in every family where there's multiple siblings, usually there's one child who's good yep. at everything. Gets it done. Parents love mm. them. You know, they just dominate. And sometimes the other siblings can feel like, oh, all right, mate, just calm down. In my family, there was three siblings that could get that done. Aww. And there was one. Yours truly who couldn't. <laughs> there were three golden childs? Well, all of them, all of my siblings were school captain. Yeah. Wow. When when I was at the age to be school captain, um, <laughs> someone, uh, one of the other students was like, I'm voting for Harley. And a teacher said, and goes, can I make this perfectly clear? Harley Breen will not be running for <laughs> school <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't <laughs> shut down. I wasn't even in contention. Oh my goodness! Well, in my house, I have I have two daughters, Marcella and Odette. Marcella is fifteen, and Odette is nine. So naturally, the fifteen year old is going to have achieved a bit more. Sure. But Marcella yeah. is an f- absolute freak of nature. So she's on academic scholarship, state netball team, state athletics team, um, very responsible, all that stuff. Right? Good at everything. And my younger daughter, Odette, she's more like me. She's arty. She's glittery. Yeah. She doesn't care so much about sport. She's, you know, doesn't care so much about school. <laughs> she's amazing. She's like, she's amazing. She's the best kid. She's a unicorn. Um, and she came home yesterday and I received an email and we were sitting at dinner and I said, Hey, Odie, I got an email from the school and congratulations. You have made the district swimming team. Oh, good on you, Odie. Yeah. And Odie said, yes. Well done. Because it turns out she's bloody tall for her age. She has huge feet. She's got size eight feet and she's nine. Wow. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> and and turns out they had a school swimming carnival the other day and she, she got second in every race. Yeah, well, she's got flippers. She's got flippers. Yeah. And she sat there and the, she looked over at Marcella, side eyes, and Annette says to the table, has Marcella ever made the swimming team? <laughs> and I said, no, Marcella's rubbish at swimming. <laughs> Good mum. Because my eldest is a land athlete. She yes. sinks in the pool. She's just so muscular. It's no point. Yeah. She cannot swim. I mean, she can swim if she's in a life-threatening situation. Yeah. But if you ask her to race, it is terrible. And then Chella, because she's so competitive, is like, I can so. And then Odie's like, all right, let's race. I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> so Christmas Day, my cousin has a pool, and that's where we go. We go to Club Jono on Christmas Day. and They're going to race. Race. This is the biggest race since, like, um, who's a good swimmer? Like, Michael Phelps took on someone yeah. I don't know. Kieran Perkins. I think they were different generations. <laughs> Very different I generations. I think Michael Phelps took on Kieran Perkins. Yeah, I, th- I think Kieran would sink now. Yeah, but now there is going to be a showdown on Christmas Day. And I'll tell you right now, my money is on the small one. Is it? She can swim, y'all. Wow. I know. Six years her junior. Yeah. No, I'm not joking. I, my money's on Odette to win this race. And I'm the pool's only about 10 metres long, so it's going to need to be 100 laps. We'll do a special Christmas cross. Facebook Live. Eh? I'll come in. No, we'll, no we're not We could. We actually were on basically on air Christmas Day. I'll yeah. let you know. But this is a case of finally 
getting one up on the golden child. Yep. So we're going to take your calls next on 13, 10, 60. Did you have a victory over the favourite sibling? Well, not that Od- Odette's probably my favourite if we have to pick it because she gives me less Hey, Michelle, uh, I hope you're no, not listening. Everyone knows if you've got kids, whichever kid is giving you the least attitude is your favourite for the day. Yes. It's a floating crown. Yeah. I encourage my kids to compete for it like it's a Hunger Games. <laughs> <laughs> Who's ever pissing me off the least gets to be the favourite. So what happens to the loser of this race? Oh, they will be laughed and mocked till my throat is hoarse. <laughs> we'll take your calls next. Did you get one up on the golden child in your family? We're talking about getting one up on the golden child in your family. My youngest daughter, who's the arty one, has made the swimming team. And my eldest daughter, who's the sporty one, is rubbish at swimming. Yep. And finally, Odette was able to say, oh, I've done something you haven't missed. They're going to have a big race on Christmas Day, though, because they're really taking this badly. But we've uh, had some people call through who've also had a victory over the golden child in their family. Hello, Jenna. Hi. I definitely had a victory over my sister. Yes. She's six years older than me. Oh, she yes. always got all the attention growing up. She got school awards all the time. Mm. She got a 95 ATAR when oh. she went in year 12. And... She only ever finished first year of uni. I've now finished my third year. We're both engaged, but I'm getting married next year where she has no wedding plans. And I'm the first to have a child as well. (laughs) All the attention. Well done. Jenna, killing it. Well done. That's amazing. She's the Danny Minogue because Kylie's yet to spawn and Danny has pumped one out. So well done, Jenna. Hello, Sarah. Hi, guys. What'd you do? All right, so my sister is actually the younger sister, so she's the golden child there. Yeah. Uh, she's really sporty, uh, quite academic, so am I. But um, I was really good with BMX and just uh, mountain bikes. Yes. And Red. she thought she could get one up on me. So we had a race, and uh, we were pretty close, actually, and she stacked it, and I just kept going, <laughs> and she took so much skin off her knees. Um, but I just kept going, and my dad praised me for, like, keep going and don't go back because that's weak. <laughs> that is great. How old were you when this race took place? Uh, I my sister was nine and I was twelve. Amazing. I, and how old are you now, Sarah? Thirty-two. That's amazing that yeah. you're still hanging yeah, on. Yeah, you're still that. hanging on. That is that. fantastic. I beat her one time. <laughs> Hi, Jace. Yeah, hello. You got one up. Yep, I've got one up on my golden child for sure. Yeah, tell. Uh, so my dad used to always love going and watching my brother play football. He used to always think he was the best in the family and he was going places. Yeah. And then one day their team was one person short, so they asked if I wanted to come play a game of footy for them. Yeah. And I ran laps around my brother and got best on on the day, and from yeah. that moment my dad favoured me. Yes. yes. Suck it. What was the footy team? Uh, it was Carnbar Football Club. Carnbar yeah, Football well Club. Done. Yeah, man, Good well you, done. Jace. MVP for that Good one day, Chase. I love it. <laughs> Do you see how we, as adults, you just don't let stuff go? No, you don't. Ever. You hang on to those moments. Love, you hang I've on got, forever. And I've got nothing to hang on to. Clutch that bitterness. <laughs> oh. Boo. Oh. Boo. Oh, they're doing it deliberately now. I They're putting that thing on. That song, I have um, such a complicated relationship with, but it's like, it's saying, hey, women, all women should get together and sing this at a song, at a concert, because we're all together. Shall we hate men. We don't hate men. And that song is treating you like an idiot. And I'm going to get so many emails. <laughs> and they're trying to organise a little mix interview for us. Can you imagine? We're going to have to be the fakest Oh, it's going to be great. I, I, I know so much about them now. <laughs> hey, guys, just remember the email from the boss. We have to be positive about the music. Oh, yeah. No, no. I don't. That's in my contract. Oh, I, don't have, I don't have a contract. <laughs> I, don't I don't have, have to. Go. Some of us really like the song. You um, don't. Please no, don't take do. my security No, pass. you don't. <laughs> Turn him off.
This has been the M. Rossiano <laughs> Radio Show with Harley Breen. If you missed any of it, especially the amazing interview that Harley did with Coldplay, you can podcast it at mrossiano.com.au. I'm playing in Hobart tonight and tomorrow night. Our show doesn't go there. No. So text someone there if you Tell them M's on like way. It. Yep, I'm coming along. I'm at playing. the magnificent Royal, Theatre Royal. Yes, there's an item at the Palais in Melbourne finishing off at Newey on Friday. I'm going to be exhausted. I don't know what's going to happen for the rest of the shows this no, week. It's going to get loose. Well, yeah. Tomorrow is <laughs> yeah. John Farnham and Owen Jones. Oh, oh my God. God. <laughs> Tomorrow morning we play the John Farnham interview. It's it, cray cray. Epic. Okay, are we late enough? Epic. Yeah. I hate yeah. little mix. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> okay.